everybody, this is Michelle with Mishmash. What happened to my voice in the beginning there? <laughs> hey everybody, this is Michelle with Mishmash. I hope everyone's doing really good. Um, and had a great Christmas and uh, or any other holiday that you might celebrate around this time. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that happened. I don't know. It's like a weird blur right now, mixing like previous years and like nothingness. <laughs> so I'm just like, whatever. But, um, what the fuck? My mind went completely blank. I want to talk about Fallout Boy. <laughs> Can we please? Uh, so every now and again, I listen to them. Um, usually, I mean, I was such a big, big fan back in the day, back in the 2000s, early 2000s, I should say, or maybe mid 2000s. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, now I, I only listen to them. I feel like when, for whatever reason, um, I can't use like streaming like Pandora or I'm not rich enough to have Apple Music or whatever so then I just pop in a CD and it's like 50-50 if it's gonna be Britney or Fall Out Boy which I guess is probably two of my most favorite uh, artists in the sense that I actually have physical fucking CDs still because my car is old let me just <laughs> let everybody know that too when I'm in the car listening to music my car is very old uh it doesn't have a cassette deck which is good not that old but definitely still have cds and um like if streaming isn't working that's the only thing I can use so uh yeah that's when I start listening to Fall Out Boy a lot and I was listening to them and I just always have such a great great time listening to their music I love it so so much and I just I don't know I feel like people make fun of Fall Out Boy a lot for some reason um think I don't know I think people just kind of think they're corny I guess that's kind of the energy I get but the thing is I don't really like I've never been part of the outer fandom like obviously I've been a fan of them but like I've never like connected with other fans so I don't know I don't know the ins and outs of the fandom I don't even know anything really about the band to be completely fucking honest I've never followed them to that degree I just like really got into them around under the cork tree and stayed on until (laughs) fully ado or whatever it's called whatever it's pronounced and then that was it for me and I just listened to the music and I never got into any of the inner workings of the band what was going on stories behind the lyrics or anything like that so this is kind of interesting so I'm all over the place because I'm really excited so (laughs) my idea was to just do like an appreciation episode of fallout boy which will uh it'll be a fucking series because this is turning out to be like a whole thing and i can't imagine if i had listened to other albums outside of these three um how much longer this would be but uh today's will be about under the from under the cork tree um but uh yeah i was just learning so much about 
some of the songs and and the deeper meaning behind them and from my perspective excuse me from my perspective what I related to is just obviously shit that spoke to me and like you know how any song like the songwriter might have a reason why they wrote that song they have their own song meaning but for you it'll mean something else entirely possibly like um i feel like such a great example of this is uh foo fighters learn to fly and like you can put all this meaning into what that means but ultimately for dave Grohl, that just meant he wanted to learn how to be a fucking pilot like (laughs) so that's kind of like where i was coming from with a lot of the lyrics just i really relate to this and oh my god from under the court tree was my fucking bible back in the day i swear to god and like we'll definitely get into each song and uh, speaking of which, how I'm going to do this is like, I'm going to focus on one album and go through every song that has lyrics that I thought or think are just fucking amazing, that just really stick out to me, really mean something to me and kind of digest it, talk about it. And I kind of learned some of the meaning behind some of them. So um, I'm just really, really excited. Uh, let's let's get into it I I think I was going somewhere else with that but like whatever let's jump into it I'm ready I'm ready so (laughs) the first one is our lawyer god these are gonna make me tongue-tie because the, the titles are so long our lawyer made us change the name of this song so we wouldn't get sued which I found out <laughs> um, uh, that that was just actually what happened and the original title was I'm David Ruffin and this is the temptations or something like that but um, David Ruffin's uh, estate was going to sue them <laughs> if they used that title so now we get our lawyer made us change the name of the song so we wouldn't get sued so the the line that really sticks out to me for this and I guess it's just one is the ribbon on my wrist says do not open before Christmas and that just fucking hit when I was younger because uh during the time where I was introduced to fallout boy I think I was past my suicidal phase but I was still very it wasn't that far away okay like it wasn't that long ago when they came out so I still had a lot of like I was still very much in the mindset of like cutting and suicide and everything like I was very sad very like I was very suicidal I just was at the point where I was like I know I'm not gonna actually commit suicide so this line the ribbon on my wrist says do not open before Christmas I always took that as like this is how I saw it like you know how you put a a ribbon around your finger and it's like don't forget (laughs) to like not forget something so I took it as like he has that ribbon on his wrist like don't forget to you know don't kill yourself (laughs) don't don't open your wrist up before Christmas don't kill yourself before Christmas um what I found really interesting was that there is a lot of different interpretations for this and I'm gonna go over some that I saw uh, and unfortunately I didn't see a lot of interpretations for all of the songs I'll be discussing I really wish there were because their lyrics are just some of the best fucking lyrics I've come across like any artist at any time 
you know, I feel like the only the only artist that made me feel the same way I feel about Fall Boy's lyrics is Nicki Minaj, but I don't really listen to Nicki Minaj, but when I listen to her lyrics, it's like, oh shit, okay, this is a whole nother level, this is very clever, this is really well thought out, put together to try to, you know, cleverly put something together, and um, Fall Boy is definitely that. Uh, so there's a lot of things they say that is like, I don't know what the fuck you mean, and then like, if you really dissect it, you'll understand it. Um, or if you know the story behind it, you'll understand it. And then there's shit I just really wouldn't know. <laughs> um, but for this line, uh, going into the comments on YouTube, someone says, or Brandon Martin says, this is when you cut your, this is when you cut yourself, you were, you wear long sleeves and bands, band-aids maybe, <laughs> bands to hide your scars and the ribbon is hiding them until Christmas when wearing long sleeves is common. Therefore, he can take off the ribbon. I think that's really interesting. I would have never thought of it that way. That could absolutely be what he means. I don't, like to me, in my idea of what that line means, that's not exactly it, but I do get it. Um, Colton Combs says, the scars that heal over are sometimes called ribbons, which I didn't know. Uh, like in the Smashing Pumpkin song today, pink ribbon scars that never forget. I've tried so hard to cleanse these regrets. I think he's talking about the reopening of scars, i.e. killing himself until Christmas. That's a great lyric. I think he's, I think he, I think he's talking about not reopening those scars. So going over... I don't know. Is that a th- I mean, I'm sure people do all sorts of things, but I've never personally, when I would cut, I would never go over a cut that I had before. I don't know why. I just never did. That's my own uh, thing, I guess. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was really clever. Uh, next song is Dance Dance. And can I just say, like, the other thing I love about Fall Out Boy is, like, their music is so much fun. Like, everything is just done so well, so fun. Even, like, with, like, songs that are sad and, like, fucked up. <laughs> like, their songs are just really cool. Dance Dance is just a fucking bop, okay? So, the first one is... These words are all I have, so I write them, so you need them just to get by. I love that line. Like, that's something I could never even think to write about, but, like, is that not every writer? Is that not every fucking writer? Like, these words are all I have. It's everything I have, so I'm gonna write them, and, like, pretty much I hope that you relate to them to the point where it makes you feel better and it's all you need to get by to get through the day to be you know and this is a theme that comes up a lot to like kind of save you in a way and be your therapist and you know for us to relate and connect like I love that line next one why don't you show me a little bit of sp- <laughs> trying to read this straight why don't you show me a little bit of spine you've been saving for his mattress? I only want sympathy in the form of you crawling into bed with me. I'm trying not to sing every single one of these. So, I've always loved this line too. Um, because it's like, 
it's sassy like (laughs) it's a sassy little line like you know show me that show me the spine you've been saving for his mattress like you're fucking this other dude come (laughs) like this is how I think of it and I guess also just a little background for me like this was definitely during a time where I was with my ex so a lot of the like cheating and like fuck you lyrics I got that shit I felt that shit 100% so this this line like 100% reminds me of him him and I because I mean, while there wasn't ever any cheating, everything was literally, like, practically cheating. Like, if I fucking breathed, I was cheating. So, like, I don't know. It just, like, that's what I think of. I only want sympathy in the form of you crawling into bed with me. That's, like, I don't know. I could just see my ex saying, like, why don't you show me a little bit of spine? You've been saving for his mattress. And I'm like, I'm not fucking anyone. <laughs> and I'm like, I only want sympathy in the form of you crawling into bed with me. Like, toxic beauty, okay? <laughs> so, uh, Sugar We're Going Down Swinging, which is another very popular song. And I just love this song. This was absolutely the uh, the soundtrack to my relationship with my ex. Like, at the time, I just loved the song. Like, it's a bop. And I never really paid attention to the lyrics. And then a little bit later in life, I went back to the lyrics. And I, I was very, um, I, like I said, this this album in particular was about the time that I was with my ex, uh, maybe in the beginning. And um, I was just obsessed with this song in particular. And <laughs> looking at the la- lyrics later in life and understanding more of what the song is, I was like, oh no, that is my relationship. Like, we are just fighting to stay together in this obviously doomed relationship. Like, that's that's the song. Sugar, we're going down swinging. 100%. We're going down, but we're, we're fighting. We're fighting to stay together. But, yeah. Um, so, I feel like, I mean, the whole song is just my favorite. I it's so close to me for that reason but uh the two quotes that I have here the first one is I am (laughs) am I more than you bargained for yet I've been dying to tell you anything you want to hear because that's just who I am this week me (laughs) like if I if I knew how to write lyrics that well that is absolutely what I would write because that's just how I always felt with like I always felt like like good on the surface damaged inside you know what I mean (laughs) which I feel like is another another theme running throughout fallout boys music and I like that that I don't know that just really hit different because that would that's 100% how I felt like am I more than you bargained for yet? Because there will be that point. There will be that point where you will regret knowing me. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, the kind of switching, switching up personalities just kind of 
not switching up personalities I guess but just in a sense like I'll be one way one day and another way another day sweet then sour you know whatever and uh yeah sometimes more compliant and sometimes I'll be fighting like hell that's very much around that time how I was uh so that was just perfect (laughs) I don't know that was just like are you looking at me I related to that heart um the next one is I'm just a notch in your in your bed post but you're just a line in a song how clever is that I feel like I'm gonna keep saying the same thing again and again because it's just between being really really relatable and then just like really really clever or both uh that's just a really clever fucking line and I used to say it a lot um especially like at the time I had um what do you fucking call it a blog I had a blog at the time so I'd be like I'm just a notch in your bed post but you're just a line on a blog <laughs> and like yeah I feel like anyone who does anything with art like you kind of relate to that or you know if you were in a situation where someone's just using you for sex then yeah (laughs) Uh, so the next song is nobody put baby in the corner first line is if you say this if you say this makes you happy then I'm not the only one lying I feel like that's self-explanatory just a really good line again just like it's just showing like if that person is saying that they're happy then they're lying and it, but I also love that it's also insinuating that you're also lying like you're also lying about the situation which I think is really cool instead of just putting it on the other person it's like both of you are lying about how happy you are in the relationship Uh, Next one I have is keep quiet. Nothing comes as easy as you. Can I lay in your bed all day? I'll be your best kept secret and your biggest mistake. The hand behind this pen relives a failure every day. So this is just a bunch of stuff, which, you know, again, like the more the more you go on, there's just like full on paragraphs, full on fucking songs that I could bring up. Uh. I like this. Keep quiet. Nothing comes as easy as you. (laughs) Like, I think he's talking about comes in a sexual way, uh, especially when he's talking about, can I lay in your bed all day? And then he's like, I'll be your best kept secret and your biggest mistake. So like, we're on the download. Nobody has to know, but, (laughs) but I have a fucking mistake, (laughs) which is another common theme. Like, you don't want to be with me but I am here uh we'll have fun and yeah (laughs) we'll just have fun but it'll be a huge mistake uh and the hand behind this pen relives a failure every day I love that so like you're writing about your pain pretty much is what he's talking about like you're writing your pain so you're reliving all your pain through your writing which does happen like that sucks <laughs> that sucks but it's helpful I mean like just speaking on a personal note uh that is helpful to get all that shit out but yeah you are reliving your pain if you're writing or again doing any kind of art where you put your pain into it 
um, where am I? Next one. <laughs> Drink down that gin and kerosene and come spit on bridges with me just to keep us warm, light a match, and leave me be. Um, which is a really cool way <laughs> of saying that he's burning bridges. Like, they're both burning a bridge between each other. You know, that relationship bridge. And he's just kind of reveling in it. He's like, yeah, I mean we're going I guess kind of like sugar we're going down swinging and it says like we're going down we're burning this bridge it's falling to the ground but you know I'm gonna love it here it's gonna keep me warm so just leave me here you know I guess kind of also can go back to the hand behind this pen leaves a failure every day where you know this is his work so like it could also mean that where it's like yeah just leave me here it'll keep me warm like I'm gonna get something out of this while while this is falling to shit basically uh so next one is so wear me like a locket around your throat I'll weigh you down I'll watch you choke you look so good in blue uh I love this I love this line this is like one of my favorite lines um so you know in this line he's comparing himself to a blue necklace uh, that his girl is wearing but he's like I mean kind of the same thing he's been saying throughout the song so far where he's like I'm not good for you I'm gonna weigh you down I'm gonna watch your demise and I'm gonna fucking enjoy it like <laughs> shit's going down yes but I'm gonna enjoy it like you look so good in blue you look so good in blue speaking of her uh, turning blue from choking, uh, which, you know, he's the one choking her, metaphorically, uh, so just such a, like, multi-layered, smart, or I should say clever, uh, line, um, yeah, so that's it for that song, next one is, I've got a dark alley and a bad idea that you, is gonna be hard sorry I've got a dark alley and a bad idea that say you should shut your mouth so here's another this is a song that I didn't I didn't know the meaning behind but in learning about this song apparently it's about a suicide attempt I mean it's not surprising that um Pete Wentz had many suicide attempts I'm guessing because that is definitely a theme that comes up again and again and again that's one thing that I really related to so that's one reason why I love them so much is just really talking about cutting and wanting to die and just being a fucking terrible human being because that's really how I felt at the time uh, I really related to that um but I did not know that 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 would that's what this song was about but that just kind of once I learned that I was like wow okay that makes so much sense because it is kind of written like it's maybe about a love like it's about a relationship but really looking to the lyrics or just the general energy I got from it was like it's about him more than anything else so then when I learned that I was like oh okay and it made other things that seemed to be more like a about a relationship 
I was like, oh, okay, so now that I know it's not about that, that line makes a bit more sense or whatever, like the whole thing in general did. Um, so just right off the bat, choke me something awful, just like kisses on the necks of best friends. We are the kids who feel like dead ends, and I want to be known for my hits, not just my misses. I took a shot and didn't even come close at trust and love and hope. I felt that line so fucking hard when I was younger. I want to keep saying when I was a kid because it was like a million years ago. But <laughs> I wasn't a kid. I was young. I mean, I don't know, late teens, early 20s. Um, but yeah, I just felt that so fucking desperately because I feel like that was just my absolute like like, first of all I did feel like a dead end I felt like there's nothing left for me after life like I went through a lot of shit in life at that point (laughs) you know what I mean and I was really young and I was like I'm done like I 100% felt like a dead end and I even more so that I felt like there's no happiness like I kind of gave up on that so you know going to that point of I took a shot and didn't even come close to um love trust and love and hope that was in regards to my mom, that was in regards to my dad, that was in regards to my sister, that was in regards to my friends, that was in regards to my boyfriend at the time, like, that's 100% how I felt, is like, I keep trying to have these relationships, I keep trying to connect, and it's not happening, like, it's miss, it's it's a swing and a miss every fucking time, (laughs) um, but yeah, I mean, in regards to, I'm assuming Pete, like, I don't know who has written what, because I guess Pete and um, Patrick write for the band, um, but I'm assuming, well, yeah, this is Pete's, this is Pete's song, because it's about him, um, but he's saying that he, I mean, I guess kind of what I already said for me, like, he's feeling like he's going nowhere, and that he's more known for negative things than positive and like he took a shot at love and vulnerability and it didn't work out and he's feeling lost that's how I read that for you know coming from his eyes anyway my interpretation of it (laughs) and the next one is and the poets are just kids who didn't make it and never had it at all like that hits hard I feel like And I'm like, you can look at it as like the poets as in all poets, because I feel like that could still be very um, accurate or true uh, to an extent. Or the poets could be him when he's writing for the band. Or it could be like, (laughs) another way I took it is like all the kids who are listening to this band and feel what he's writing about and like these poets and we're all just kids who didn't make it and never had it at all you know so we're writing about those failures um the next one is 
and the record won't stop skipping and the lies just won't stop slipping. And besides my reputations on the line, we can fake it for the airwaves, force our smiles, baby, half dead from comparing myself to everyone else around me. I'm sorry if it doesn't make sense because I'm singing it to the beat. I'm singing it. I'm talking it out to the beat of the song, like the way it goes, but I realize it could be stopping in weird places. <laughs> it makes more sense than the song, perhaps. Um, but... I take this as like shit keeps happening in his life. He's lying, like life's lies keep being told about his well-being. He's like, yeah, I'm good, I'm fine, whatever. I'm a happy mess, whatever. But he's just pretending to be happy. Uh, that's his public face, pretty much, and he's hating himself because he's busy comparing himself to other people, and he's not measuring up in his mind. Uh, the next one is. I'm hopelessly hopeful you're just hopeless enough that we never had it at all. Again, like, love this. Like, that, that was 100% so <laughs> my relationship with my ex. That, that's, yeah. Or anyone, honestly. Like, I was so bottom of the barrel and no self-esteem whatsoever so it really did feel like that like I'm just hopeful you're hopeless enough to be with me but it's not working you know so that's that song next one is seven minutes in heaven uh and I think do I only have one line trying to see I have a lot of stuff about this song <laughs> but yeah so the the one line that really stuck out to me in this song is the only thing worse than not knowing is you thinking that I don't know that's like that's the thing I connected to the most because 100% like I've never and I feel this to the day and I understand it's a major insecurity for me and I can exactly pinpoint why and how and when but like I don't care that I don't know like I like to know I do like to know everything that's why I research everything and you know I find out answers to whatever but that's not so much of a problem because I can find that out the worst thing ever is someone thinking that I don't know something like they thinking they're getting one over on me is how I take that because uh that pisses me off it's it's in line with this insecurity of uh, people thinking I'm really stupid because that's how people treat me uh, a lot of the time and that pisses me off so much <laughs> oh it pisses me off that's a major major fucking insecurity for me so that line sticks out to me for that reason um, but in about this song which I, again I didn't know anything about this song um, this person Lisa Whitman says to clear it up for everyone, I've got a dark alley and a bad idea that that says you should shut your mouth, in parentheses, summer song, Hum Hallelujah, and Seven Minutes in Heaven, which is the song I'm referring to now, um, are about his suicide attempt. What a Catch Donnie is about Patrick's insecurities and him basically saying, dude, you're great, which I didn't know. Um, I thought that was really cool <laughs> and I love the song what a catch Johnny we'll get to that um this person Eileen Bolton 
says, What a catch, Donnie, is also about Pete's attempted suicide attempt. What did I just say? Attempted suicide. <laughs> the, the Donnie, quote unquote, Donnie in the song is almost certainly a reference to Donnie Hathaway, who was a famous singer slash songwriter who killed himself by jumping out of a hotel window in 1979. In this song, Pete is drawing parallels between his life and that of Hathaway, a successful artist whose demons killed him. Deep, okay? The relationship between Hathaway and Flack, uh, his writing partner, uh, could be symbolic of that between okay Hathaway's writing partner Flack okay <laughs> that confused me uh, could be symbolic of that between Pete Wentz and Patrick Stump in the middle of the song the lyrics are I will and this again this is about this is under the <laughs> seven minutes in heaven song but we're talking about what a catch Donnie okay uh the lyrics are I will never end up like him behind my back I already am keep, keep a calendar this way you will always know it's like Pete is saying to Patrick, I'll never try to kill myself again. Then for the chorus, all I can think of is, all I can think of is the way I'm not the one, you're the one who gave up on you. It's as if Patrick would reply, I won't give up on you if you don't give up on you. But it is also about Patrick's insecurities. I, again, just shit I didn't know that I thought was really interesting and it just so happens to be under this song. Um... <laughs> Molly says, Lisa, oh, Molly says, what a catch Donnie was Pete's promise to Patrick to never commit suicide again. So that was kind of like a little aside that happened to be more about what a catch Donnie, but I thought it was really interesting and it did give some in insight, um, not only to that song, but to Seven Minutes in Heaven. Uh, the next song is Sophomore Slump or Comeback of the Year. Uh, and this is a song clearly about uh, them <laughs> as a band. And uh, From Under the Cork Tree is their sophomore al album. And the what I'm understanding, just through lyrics anyway, is that I'm guessing they got a lot of shit <laughs> from critics and everybody starting from their first album. Uh, and so... They talk a lot about that, I guess. And I don't I don't remember if this song is about that in particular, but um, the parts that I really, really just loved, I can't even say that I related to, but I was like, yes, oh my God, I love you guys. Um, we're the therapists pumping through your speakers, delivering just what you need. We're well-read and poised. We're the best boys. We're the chemist who found the formula to make your heart swell and burst. No matter what they say, don't believe a word. Now, I'll keep singing this lie if you keep believing it. <laughs> I love that last part. But the whole thing I just really, really enjoyed because absolutely this is one of those albums that I can't say it saved my life. Like, I feel like that would be like, stained corn slipknot like i think metal definitely <laughs> well, um in general just really fucking actually saved my life like hardcore like kept me from actually committing suicide nirvana is another one but when we are getting to like fallout boy um 
I absolutely felt like that is true. They were the therapist pumping through my speakers. I would blast this shit so fucking loud and I would just tune out a life and listen to this and have these people like speak my feelings in a way that I couldn't even come up with, you know? It's so brilliant and it did so much for my spirit. Um so that's why I love that. <laughs> but I also love that part uh uh, I'll keep singing this lie if you believe it. Like, they're like, I mean, it's not true, but if this is the game we're playing, then absolutely <laughs> kind of what they're saying. In uh, the next line I love is, I, I swear I'll burn this city down to show you the light. Because I love that. I'm like, I love that line because I love that line. I just feel that way. You know, I feel that way about anybody I'm really passionate about. Passionate about like my kids my husband friends I've had where it's like I swear to fucking god I swear to fucking god I will burn this city down to show you the light like I will turn everything down like to make you see the beauty you know um and I feel like that could kind of go along with what they're saying here too where it's like you know that a lot of what they're talking about is more darker stuff or hurtful stuff and they're reliving that putting that out there you know to help us the fans you know go through our shit too I kind of see it that way too um the next one is the best part of believe is the lie I hope you sing along and you steal a line again kind of going back to this like this isn't what it really is but this is the lie we're going with (laughs) if this is what we believe then this is what we're doing and we hope you're enjoying this and you're singing along you're enjoying the music and you know the lyrics and steal a line and share it with everybody and share it for your life and whatever helps you get along in life you know that's kind of how I take it So the next song is I Slept With Someone from Fallout Boy and all I got was this stupid song written about me. (laughs) Uh, The first one here is I'm the first kid to write of hearts, lies, and friends and I'm sorry my conscience cold and sick again and I've got arrogance down to a science. Uh, There's a lie here. Like I... (laughs) I love the line. I'm the first kid to write of hearts, lies, and friends. Like, obviously, no, he isn't. <laughs> but he's going to answer that later when he's like, I've got arrogance down to a science. Like, that's what he's talking about. Like, I'm just being arrogant, you know. Obviously, he's not. But just to kind of boast, yeah, I'm doing this shit pretty much. Um, and I'm sorry my conscience called this sick again. Like, can't relate my conscience was always very fucking loud in my face in my ears and my mind and my body like it was very loud but I think that's just entertaining as hell where it's like I don't have a conscience <laughs> cold and sick um but also this is what this really reminds me of too is this line in this Kanye song all falls down where Kanye says um shit what does he say oh we're all self-conscious I'm just the first to admit it (laughs) you know like 
no Kanye you're not the first to admit it but it has like that same energy from that like whenever I hear that that line in Kanye's song it makes me think of this line in this follow boy song and vice versa it's just the same fucking energy uh and it makes me laugh only the only thing is like i i don't know if kanye is being serious or not whereas follow up boy uh they're not being serious they're saying like yeah this is just me being arrogant um next one is douse yourself in cheap perfume it's so fitting so fitting of the way you are you can't cover it up can't cover it up just a really entertaining line like I feel like you could take this a few different ways and you could take it as what they're saying where it's like yeah douse yourself in cheap perfume it's so fitting for the way you are because you can't cover it up just like you can't cover up cheap perfume but I can also like I don't know the way I kind of read it (laughs) which could be wrong it's like douse yourself in cheap perfume uh it's so fitting because you're fucking cheap (laughs) <laughs> you can't cover that shit up bitch <laughs> like i don't know uh that could be very wrong but that's just kind of how i read it and i find that entertaining uh next one is always 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 weigh what i've got against what i left so progress support i'm missing you to death um i have nothing to add to that i just find that like that touched my soul in a way (laughs) I find that entertaining and insightful like you could kind of see Pete like I I always compare what I had before to what I have now and like what I have now can't hold a candle to you I'm really missing you I want you back um I used to feel that um on behalf of my relationship at the time but I'm like there was no one (laughs) no one better no one worse I don't know (laughs) like I don't know so not exactly the same thing or perhaps exactly the same thing I don't know but anyway next song (laughs) a little less 16 candles a little more touch me uh the first one here I have is I don't blame you for being you but you can't blame me for hating it I feel like I live that like all the time (laughs) I feel like I could say that to literally anybody uh, in my life previously, now, whatever. Like, I don't blame you for being you, but shit, you can't say shit about me hating it. Like, I don't know. Do what you gotta do, but you can't make me not feel what I feel about it in regards to that. Um, uh, Next one is write me off. uh, Write me off. Give. (laughs) Sorry. Write me off, give up on me, cause darling, what did you expect? I'm just off, a lost cause, a long shot, don't even take this bet. You can make all the moves, you can aim all the spotlights, you can get all the size and the moans just right. Like, yeah, that's really, really me. That's early Michelle, <laughs> okay? <laughs> that's how I felt, like, I'm not worth uh, taking a shot on, I'm a piece of shit, and you can do everything right, because, you know, especially when in my life, everybody I had a relationship was always telling me that they're right, so I definitely felt that way, like, you can do everything right, but, like, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna do anything for me, it's not gonna be right for me, I'm not gonna be able to appreciate it, or whatever, it turns out they were just assholes, but, like, at the time, 100% felt this, 
Um, last one is, you said you you said you'd keep me honest, but I won't call you on it. Self-explanatory. I just really like that line. Um, okay, there's only two more songs left. I know this is like a long podcast, and I try not to do long episodes, but there's just so much here. It's fucking gold. Like. I'm sure, I'm sure someone else could go in further detail about the songs and have more instances of really great lyrics from this same album and it would take longer, so I guess appreciate the fact that I know less. Um, this next song is Get Busy Living or Get Busy Dying. Excuse me. Um, this first line is just fucking amazing. If you, if you are the shores, I'm a waves begging for big moons. Uh, that means <laughs> big moons make cra- crazy waves that crash hard onto the shores. So there, there's your picture of what he's saying pretty much. Like you're the shores and I'm the crazy hardcore waves coming to destroy you pretty much. <laughs> And also, I find that interesting that, um, waves and moons, uh, moon, moons, the moon and waves is tied to a very emotional part of us too, like water and the moon. Uh, so that kind of goes along with it too. Uh, next line is if it must be said again, that all us boys are just screaming into microphones for attention because we're just so bored. We never... We never knew that you would pick it apart. Oh, I'm falling apart to songs about hips and hearts. Uh, just a great call out, <laughs> I feel like. Um, let me break it down a little bit more. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Like, we're just, like, pretty much we're just doing our job. We're just having fun, you know. We just got this band together because we wanted to have fun. And you guys are fucking being assholes about it, picking it apart. And I just, I love this line in particular. Oh, I'm falling apart to songs about hips and hearts. I love that. <laughs> um, so the last one for this song that really sticks out to me is from day one, I talked about getting, um, sorry. From day one, I talked about getting out, but not forgetting about how my worst fears are letting out. He said, why put a new address on the same old loneliness when breathing just passes the time until we all just get old and die? Now talking's just a waste of breath and living's just a waste of death. And why put a new address on the same old loneliness if this is you and me and me and you until we've got nothing left? I feel like that's just a really cool poem that Pete tacked on in the end of the song there and and screamed at us and I loved it. (laughs) Uh, I was trying to like I don't know if I want to really really want to break it down because I'm hitting like an hour here but I just I really really love that and I thought it was deep so next one this is like probably my favorite favorite song of the album XO and everybody was joking like it's like the shortest title for any of their fucking songs ever uh, but it's my favorite uh, first one is I comb the crowd and pick you out my mouth moves too fast for you to figure it out love that just because absolutely with Patrick with how fast he fucking sings like 
yeah I, I was just like yeah I'm sure <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to follow you um it took me several listens to be able to catch the words and then you definitely need to read the lyrics because you're not going to be able to hear <laughs> exactly what they're saying so yeah I'm sure um next one is to the love I left my conscience pressed between the pages of the bible and the drawer what did it ever do to me I say it never calls me when I'm down love never wanted me but I took it anyway put your ear to the speaker and choose love or sympathy but never both love never wanted me I love everything about this I'm gonna have to pause for a second and then come back because I won't be able to get this all done in the time limit that I have Okay, so there's not much left. Again, I apologize for how long this is, <laughs> but hopefully it's entertaining and worth every minute. Um, so this one, I mean, there's just a lot here. Uh, to the love, I left my conscious pre- press between the pages of the Bible and the drawer. What did it ever do for me, I say? Uh I feel like even that is a lot to unwrap, but I'm like, okay, right off the bat, are you talking about the Bible or your conscience was pressed between, or no, I mean, what, what are you saying? It didn't do anything for me anyway, you know? Um, and it could be both. Uh, I assume he's talking probably more of his conscience if I had to pick, but I do like that it could be either or and I definitely related to that back uh in my early Michelle days <laughs> where it's like uh sometimes yeah my conscience or even like I was struggling with my faith uh, I mean I never believed the bible but just my faith of God and anything good honestly um so yeah And I just, I don't know, again, that's just a very clever and thoughtful way of putting it, of it's pressed between the pages of the Bible and the drawer. Yeah, just delightful. Very, (laughs) very clever. Um, It never calls me when I'm down. Love never wanted me, but I took it anyway. And I really, like, I feel like I don't feel it as strong anymore but to say I don't feel that at all would be incorrect (laughs) definitely and especially on some days I feel like I'm just really pushing shit and it's like love never wanted me anyway yeah but definitely at the time when this song was out or when I was listening to it um that is how I felt like I mean, because I was, I was pushing that relationship so fucking hard, forcing it so hard, Um, but I was really trying very hard to uh, have love, and I, like, it's something I never, or never, it was something that was never reciprocated, I guess I should say, I felt love for so many people, you know, I, I just, I love everybody, first of all, but then, like, for a specific love, a stronger love, like, that's very easy for me to hit <laughs> and then like I'm like I've never felt that towards me uh and so 100% I felt like love love never wanted me uh 
but I took it anyway. <laughs> um, and I just think this is really clever. Put your ear to the speaker. Choose love or sympathy, but never both. Um, yeah, you can't have love and sympathy, I guess. <laughs> you gotta choose one or the other. Uh, and this last one. Hey, tear catcher. That's all that you are. Never were from the start. Just a nice little dig. Like, you were never anything to me other than a tear catcher. Uh, just a, a, a Kleenex, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, just, yeah, basically saying, like, he was using this person to as a, as a shoulder to cry on, I guess. And it was nothing more than that. Uh which yeah no that's just a dig and I fucking love it <laughs> so yeah that would that's it for the whole album those are the ones that really stuck out to me that just really pumped my nads and like just really clever really funny really fun very relatable content um I love this album so much I I think I don't know it's just a really really good album very beginner <laughs> and I don't mean that in a mean way but they just really fucking progress uh at least within the next two albums that I will be going over and I have listened to and I know like I don't I, have they pulled out put out music recently like I feel like they're doing stuff like really recently but I don't listen to their stuff anymore um and maybe they're in a different headspace too. I don't know, but I'm in a different headspace and I equate them to more of like this stuff. And I'm like, I, I just, I don't relate to it now anymore. So I'm not listening. I'm not looking for more music like that. Um, but for at the time in my life, fucking perfection, fucking perfection, loved it. Still love it. Songs are fun. Uh, and yeah is just a good time so that's that's from under the cork tree the the sparks <laughs> the stars at least for me personally uh, and the next one we'll go over is infinity on high so hopefully you enjoyed this again i'm really sorry it's so long um, but thank you for listening and if you guys have any questions comments or suggestions feel free to email me at themishbush at gmail.com you can message me on Anchor. You can message me on Facebook. You can message me on Instagram. I am on all those places. And um, yeah, I'll catch you guys later. I love you so much. Thanks for listening. Bye.